Welcome to episode 83 of Sharing Life Lessons. This is season 9. We are one spirit, one soul, one world, and together we are creating a library of stories and life lessons. I am your host Hamida and I want to bring you stories. Because stories matter, stories inspire, stories teach, and stories heal. Listeners, astonishingly, this is the last episode of 2021. I don't know how to feel about this year. Some parts of it went too fast and some too slow. First, I give thanks because we are at season 9 of this podcast already and I still can't stop having fun for bringing this podcast to you. I also give thanks because this is the most we all have spent as a family together in many years because for a big chunk of 2021, we were all studying and working from home. But on the other hand, I feel sad for the many lives of those we know and those we don't that were lost. I feel sad when looking back at the devastation COVID has caused globally for the past two years. But I look forward with hope. 2022 will be a new beginning, a year when we will see full global recovery and rising consciousness among everyone. When this rising consciousness touches us, then let us all rise with it. Remember, we are one spirit, one soul. Let's make sure no one is left behind. We will rise together as one world. Today, we are going to talk about intuition. What is intuition and how do we connect with it? To begin this episode, I have chosen to read to you the meaning of intuition as described very simply by our guest from the 46th episode of this podcast, Victoria Shaw. She defines intuition as, Intuition is that sense of knowing that we all have. That you don't know it in your brain. You don't know how you know it. It's not logical. It's not rational. It's not something you learned in school. But it's that visceral sense of knowing that is always right. It is always right. Your intuition is your connection back to your soul. I have not heard a better definition of intuition than this one. Now, over to introducing our guest for today. She's a writer, podcast host, and intuitive coach. Her hope in sharing her story is that those who find it will feel less alone in their experience, which is the very essence of this podcast. Everyone, join me in welcoming Kim Kagon. Kim, welcome to Sharing Life Lessons. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I am so glad we got connected. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here today and chat with you. And we are going to be talking about my favorite topic, which is intuition. I've had a couple other guests, but more in the fifth season. So we haven't spoken about this topic in at least 30 episodes. And I'm glad we're doing it now because A, we need reinforcement and B, it's a different perspective. It's always nice to talk to people with different perspectives on how to get to the same place because you never know what method makes people comfortable. Definitely. And I think we're in a time right now where it is really important to turn inward and reconnect with that wisdom that lies within us as with technology. We just have so much access to information. It can be easy to get kind of caught up in the current of that. And so I think it's really beautiful to be able to turn inward and to find those answers from within first. I agree. Kim, can you start us off by telling us something about yourself, please? 
Sure. I'm Kim. I live in Seattle, Washington with my dog, Koshi, and I am a podcast host, a writer, and an intuition coach. And for the listeners, the link to Kim's podcast will be in the show notes in case you like what she's saying and you want to hear more about it. So Kim, tell us your story. We're looking forward to hearing your story. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So um, a really big shift happened for me in 2020. It started in March 2020 when we all had to stay home and the world kind of shut down for a bit. And at the time I was running a jewelry company that I had started 10 years prior. I had a team. I had two retail stores. We made all of the jewelry here in Seattle. And I had to just hit pause on all of that because it wasn't safe for us to continue working. During that time, what I realized um, was that really I was tired and I was burnt out and I wasn't in love with what I was doing anymore. And so randomly, I had signed up for this course in August that was about how to use your intuition in business. And I was really curious because the person running the course was like very flowy. She just, if something isn't working, she just drops it immediately. And my mind was like, how does it work? Like you can't have a business and also be in flow and connected to your intuition. So I signed up for this course. And over those two weeks, I came to the realization that it was time to let go of my company completely. Mm. So I made that choice. Did you sell it or did you liquidate it? I liquidated it. I immediately let my team go. I kept one person on and we started shutting everything down, selling through all the products, selling all the furniture. And I spent the rest of 2020 doing that. Was that emotionally rough for you? Oh my gosh. It was so hard because that company that I made, that was my dream. I Mm -hmm. built it from nothing. And it was so devastating to realize that I had fallen out of love with it, that it was no longer my passion. And My whole identity, who I was, was tied up in this business. I only knew myself as Kim, the jewelry business owner. And so it was more than just closing a business. It was letting go of this really important thing in my life that I truly loved. It was letting go of my income. It was letting go of my identity and how I showed up in the world. And it was really hard. I'm still kind of grieving it even a year later. After I made that decision in August of 2020, that same person was offering this program and it was called Inner Voice Facilitator Training. And basically what it was, was like a coaching program where you learn how to hold space for people so that they can talk to their intuition. The training for that was really interesting because it was pretty straightforward. Those sessions are not complicated. And it was really just learning how to connect to my intuition and let my intuition speak to me and learning what that felt like and learning how to allow that and kind of follow those little nudges. Do you now do that as a practice, not for yourself, but professionally, do you do that? I do. Yeah. It's something that I want to do more. I'm one of those people who likes to do all different kinds of things. I do that and I find it just to be so valuable. And like, I get a lot out of those sessions. There's actually a podcast episode that I did for my podcast where I did one of those inner voice sessions as a full episode. So if you're curious about what they are like, you can visit that and listen to it. But I think there's just this beautiful grounding that happens for both people, both the facilitator and the one who's witnessing their own wisdom. And it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. 
Kim, I want to ask you, getting back to the basics, yeah. why is it important to get to know your intuition and listen to it? Yeah, I think from when we're children, we have natural instincts and we naturally kind of follow those little nudges of what we want to do. And as we get older, we start to maybe feel pressured by what other people want from us, whether it's our parents or our peers or teachers. And we start to lose that connection and we start to question ourselves. And at the core of intuition work, it's really about self-trust. And, you know, do I trust myself to follow those nudges? So ultimately, we're in a world where People are just telling you all the things that you could do, all the things of how to be successful, but ultimately only you know what's best for you. And so I think with intuition work, that's really just reinforcing that, that idea that you have all of the tools and all of the wisdom that you need already. You don't need anyone else to tell you how to be successful in this world. You already know. And it's just about taking a moment to pause and really listen to what you're already feeling inside your body. So to those who are listening to this and saying, but I've tried and I don't think I can connect with my intuition. How do I do that? What am I looking for? What am I listening for? Can you talk to them? For sure. When people want to get started with intuition work, it's often they're seeing those big changes. Like when I closed my jewelry company, that was terrifying. And what you need in order to make those big decisions is really to start small. Just sit with yourself and ask yourself, what is something that is really important to me that I want to do, but I'm not doing? And then just write it down and create a small goal. If it's writing, if you want to write more, you can say like, it's really important to me. I want to journal for five minutes in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then show up for yourself and build that trust with yourself and say, look, I can set this intention. I can set this goal. And now I can do the other half of it and show up for myself and make that happen. And I think that building trust is really the first step. Okay. Tell us more. What else? Yeah. And so once you build that trust of like, okay, you've started small and you're like, I can get up in the morning and journal. And I've shown myself that that's important. And I really like writing and I want to do it even more. Then you can make more time for it. With intuition, there are many ways that you can connect. Like it doesn't have to be through words. You don't have to let your intuition speak to you through words necessarily. It can be like a body sensation. If you are talking to someone and they have an idea and you start to feel those tingles in your body mm -hmm. or you just get really excited for no reason. Those are all little nudges. So when we can take the time to slow down a little bit and self-reflect, we can start to see that intuition magic is really all around us all of the time. But sometimes we just don't notice it. I, I like what you're saying. And that brings me to the next question. How do you know what you are feeling slash listening is really you talking to yourself or your intuition talking to you? Oh, that's such a good question. I think for me, I always know it's my intuition because it surprises me. It's something that my mind never would have thought of. And that's what I say. Oh, where, where is that coming from? That is not 
normally how I think, but it's a great idea. So definitely let's try and see where this goes. Exactly. So that it's that moment of like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I have to just see where it goes. Intuition will talk to you from within, but do you look for signs from the universe? Is that something that also adds to your usage of intuition? Yeah, definitely. So what I love about the intuition is it really will show up in any way that you ask it to. So if you're asking for a sign, I would encourage listeners to be specific. Like for me, I love seeing aligned numbers. So like when it's 1111 or I see like 444 or I always when I'm going on a walk with my dog, I'll look at house numbers. And when I can see like 2222, it just makes me so happy. So I always set that intention. And I know that when those numbers show up, that's my intuition speaking to me, just being like, hey, I see you. Or like, we're still here. So I would really encourage you to, if you're wanting signs, like outward signs, to think about what you want those to be and like be specific. It could be like a color, like I want to see the color red. It could be numbers. It could be an animal or a type of flower. Hmm. Is there any other tools that you can tell us about that we can use? I know you mentioned journaling. Do you use anything else or recommend anything else? Definitely writing is number one for me. I journal and then it'll come through. I think you can use tools like a tarot card deck or an oracle deck. That's a really fun way to get to know your intuition. I think even just pausing, sometimes I'll just sit and I'll turn on some very peaceful music or nature sounds and just anything that you can do that puts you in a place of feeling calm. Mm -hmm. so whatever you find, sometimes it could be through movement. I felt that when I'm doing yoga, it can be when you're out on a walk. I would say just whatever brings you peace and calm, that is a great way to foster that connection. And I will say that a lot of times people's intuition will speak to them in imagery. Like if you close your eyes and you see a certain color or you get an image, a lot of times my intuition will speak to me through feeling. So I'll close my eyes, maybe put on some nice ocean sounds, and then I'll just get like an internal wave of emotion. Could be happiness, could be feeling that grief and Sometimes it'll bring up like a memory, like from childhood or something that happened earlier in my week. So let's talk about interpretation of intuition. You just said that when you're sitting, you may just feel happy mm -hmm. or sad or grief or memory of a childhood. How is all of that interpretable into action? Mm, yeah. So I think all of these things, step one is really just building that connection of, yes, it is clear to me that it is my intuition. And once you've gotten to that place of, you know, you've started to journal or you're sitting in this quiet space and you're like, yes, I know what my intuition sounds like, looks like, feels like, I know that it's coming through now. I think the next step is just to listen to what it has to say. And you can start to ask questions. And I find that open-ended questions tend to be more successful than a hard yes or no question. So I like to ask things like intuition, what would you like me to focus on today? Or how can I make today 
more joyful and just starting to ask those questions about what can you do in the now moment and seeing what comes up and trying it. And I mean, it's fun to like experiment. You don't have to do what your intuition recommends, but sometimes it's really fun to let it just take you on a journey and just see what kind of day you have. And another thing I wanted to share what happens when you don't follow what your intuition says. So let's say we'll go back to my jewelry uh, company example and my intuition led me towards closing it. What would have happened if I had said, no, I'm not ready? The intuition is really patient and there's no judgment and there would be no sort of like consequence. It would just be like, okay, you don't have to do that. But eventually, I think as time progressed, I would have become more and more miserable and would have come to the same conclusion anyway. That is such a powerful message that I need to repeat it. Your intuition will not judge you and it is very patient. It is not going to look at you and say, come on already, how long do I have to wait for you to do this? And I also like your tip about asking your intuition specific questions. Yes, because I think oftentimes when we're in a place where we want a big change, like changing our career, leaving a relationship, relocating, when we ask those big questions without doing the previous work of fostering this connection and relationship with our intuition, it can be hard to trust what it says. And so I think all of these daily things really help strengthen your connection and your ability so that when it comes to the big stuff, you'll know that it's your intuition speaking and you'll know that it's for your highest good. And so say I've done all the work and I'm asking these big questions and I don't get a response. What do I do? Do I continue asking every day till I get a response? Yeah, I think oftentimes when you don't get a response, it might be that your mind isn't ready to hear it. There's something that's blocking. So I would sit with myself and ask, okay, am I afraid of hearing the answer? And if I am, what about it feels scary? Mm. And see what comes up and really see what you can do to create that safety for your mind or release any fears that you might have, and just continue asking because when the time is right, your intuition will tell you the answer. I love that. Kim, is there any final message, final tools for the listeners, anything that we haven't covered or I haven't asked? Yeah, I think I just really want to reinforce that you already have all of the tools that you need. I think it's just a bonus to have someone like me hold space for you or to give you the tools, but like, Truly, you know what to do. You can feel it in your body and just trust that. I like that final message. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your knowledge about intuition and your life lessons. Thank you so much for having me. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed listening to my discussion with Kim as much as I enjoyed having it. I could go on and on about this topic because the more we learn about it, the easier it is to connect with our intuition. A reminder, the link to Kim's podcast is in the show notes. As always, here are my key takeaways from my discussion with Kim, our guest for the 83rd episode of Sharing Life Lessons. One, when people want to get started with intuition work, the idea is to start small. Sit with yourself and ask yourself, What is something that is really important to me that I want to do? And then write it down and create a small written goal for yourself. And then show up for yourself and build that trust with yourself 
Building that self-trust is really the first step. Two, intuition can speak to us in many ways and not just through words necessarily. It could be through body sensations, in our writing, while meditating, or through signs in nature. Intuition magic is all around us all the time, but sometimes we just don't notice. And lastly, once you have made the connection with your intuition, remember to ask it questions for anything you are searching an answer for. Also know that our intuition is patient and will not judge. So go ahead and really have fun with it. I know I do. With that, I want to wish my listeners a very happy new year from me and my family. May 2022 be the year of change for the better. May we not only go beyond COVID, but also jump over the threshold of change, walking together towards peace and love. Remember, we are one spirit, one soul, one world. This brings us to the end of this episode and I sign off for 2021. I will bring you the next episode of Sharing Life Lessons next Wednesday. Until then, be happy, be safe and be blessed. (laughs) 